Hello, welcome to the River at Portland Church podcast. I'm Pastor Mike. So great that you joined us today. I'm honored that you tuned in. Pastor Mays gives a sermon entitled, But God. It's a wonderful message, a timely message in today's age about how the Lord could take whatever circumstances we're in today and take those circumstances and use them for something great and put us in a better position tomorrow. The pastor says he could take you from the guttermost to the uttermost. And that's exactly right. We serve an all-powerful and all-knowing and all-present God. So I hope the message blesses you. I'm sure it will. Join us on Facebook at the River of Portland Church. If you've got any questions or anything like that, feel free to shoot us a message. We love you. God loves you. And until next time, I'm Pastor Mike. Enjoy the sermon. Good morning. Welcome to the River at Portland. Glad to have you with us today via the airway. Going to preach this morning shortly on a subject entitled "But God." You got your Bibles this morning? Won't you turn to Ephesians, the uh, second chapter, and verse four and through six? And the Bible says, "But God, who is rich in mercy, because of His great love, which He loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, He made us alive with Christ." By grace you have been saved. When we were lost and undone, it was the grace of God that saved you and brought you in to to the fellowship with Jesus Christ. And he raised us up together and made us set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now look what he said here. He raised you up together with him. Spiritually speaking, this morning, you're seated with him in paradise. Spiritually speaking, that's where you're at. No matter what the problems is, no matter what we're going through, you're in a special place this morning. Forty-three times in the Bible, these two words are together, but God. Forty-three times, if you'll go through the Word of God, these two words will be together, but God. But God is a response by faith to a hopeless situation. Don't matter what the situation is, but God is going to handle it. Many years ago in this church, she's in heaven now, but uh, about 20 years ago I had a young lady here in church, and I really got this about 20-something years ago, but God. Every time she had a problem, she would say, but God. No matter what the situation is, but God is going to handle the situation. And I saw her raise three children, uh, on a meager income. And, um, so one day, the guy called me that was a good friend of mine that was in the, uh, automobile business, repair business. And Jimmy called me and he said, uh, Brother Herb, he said, I got a bill over here for you at my shop. And I said, well, I said, Jimmy, I said, well, I didn't know I owed you anything. I said, I hadn't been over or nothing. He said, yeah. He said, uh, this lady come by and said, to fix her car, and you're going to take care of it. So I said, okay. So I go over there and see Jimmy, and it's, I don't know, hundred-something dollars or whatever. And I paid him, and I came back, and I said, let me ask you something. I said, I didn't tell you to go over there and charge this to me. But she said, but God... But God is going to take care of it. I said, I'm going to tell you something. But God, from now on, when you want to charge anything, you check with me first. Let me tell you something. The devil can delay your promise. 
He can detour your promise, but He cannot deny your promise. What God has promised you, the devil might make a move and move it somewhere, but it's got to come home to you, bless God. In Proverbs, I say this is the favorite chapter. I like to say Proverbs is my favorite chapter, talking about the favor of God. And the Bible says here in Proverbs 3, My son, do not forget my law. Let your heart keep my commands. For the length of days and long life and peace will be added unto you. You know what will be added unto you? The peace of God if you follow Him and abide by His Word. And He said, Peace and long life will be with you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. And look what he said. When you do that, when you line up with the Word of God, no matter what the situation is, you will find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. When we follow God and we're committed to following God, when we're born again on fire Christians and we're doing what we're supposed to do and we're faithful, favor follows us. It's like a fog over you. The favor of God will surround you and follow you if, if you're faithful. Favor is something that God doesn't have to do, but He does because of what you do. See, God doesn't have to lay no favor out on you. If you want more favor, get closer with God. If you want to favor God in your life, do what this Word says here. Now, Proverbs 3, 1 and 4, he tells us then about the favor of God. Faithfulness increases favor. Your faithfulness will increase favor in your life. In Luke, the second chapter, verse 52, the Bible says that Jesus had favor with God and man. The same favor that Jesus operated in is the same favor that, that, that we operate in today. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. So when we come out of the world and we get hooked up with God, we, we're authorized to have the favor of God operating in our life. We don't have to live in lack. But God will supply all of our needs, no matter what the situation is. We got a world today that's in trouble. You travel around and you go to anywhere, go to these stores or whatever, and you'll see people that are fearful. The reason they are fearful, they have no faith in God that He's going to meet their need, bless God. I, I, I was watching an interview today. My wife and I was watching an interview with the... Uh, 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 mayor of, of New York, and he said on, on this interview, he said, I am so stressed out. And I told Becky, I said, I'm not stressed out. I can't be stressed because I'm blessed. Stress don't father me. It don't come nigh my house. Let me tell you something. Corona has no right to come to my house. I have already rebuked coronavirus. It can't come nigh my dwelling. And so, but God, who is rich in His mercy, will take care of our situation. Now, over in Psalms, the fifth chapter, we read these, these words here. Verse 12, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. God will bless you. 
God will bless the righteous man. With favor, you shall surround him like a shield. So here's what the word says. Here's what the psalmist David said. He said, because I'm righteous, because I have a right standing with God, favor surrounds me like a shield. In other words, when we're walking in God's blessings, when we are sold out to God, favor surrounds us. So the enemy then can't get into us because God puts up a shield to surround us with the favor of God. So let me tell you something. We ain't got a problem this morning. We just got to believe God is going to meet our need. We don't have a problem worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. Because let me tell you something. Why worry about tomorrow? Tomorrow hadn't even got here yet. And worry ought not to be in our vocabulary. We ought to be thanking God that He's going to meet our need. If you need a loaf of bread, that's going to be a loaf of bread. I got on. My daughter was telling me, "Well, we got people can't find toilet paper." I never in my lifetime thought that we would come into a time that people will stress over toilet paper. But but my daughter said, Daddy said, these people can't find toilet paper. Said they're looking for toilet paper. They're getting on eBay. They're bidding on toilet paper. I said, are you serious? They're actually on eBay bidding on a roll of toilet paper. Well, I got on. I get up early in the morning. I was up at three o'clock the other morning, and so I said, I'm just going to check and see if there's any toilet paper. And so what happened was, I got on uh, Amazon, and so. I looked on here, and it's a Angel Soft toilet paper, mega roll, 24 mega rolls, and it was $19.95. I said, well, I think I'm going to get this. I punched that. They had it, put it on my account. One hour later, I said, well, I'm just going to check and see if they got any more. I go back on it one hour later, and they got the same thing, and it's $4 cheaper than when I bought it one hour earlier. So I bought another mega pack. I got toilet paper out the yin-yang. I don't have no problem with toilet paper. I, so don't worry about toilet paper. Now, don't be calling me tonight now and get me up worrying about toilet paper, but I've got it, bless God, because the favor of God follows me. Let me tell you something. God cares about your toilet paper. And if you care about a man about toilet paper, you know he's going to care about meet your other need. Now, we look in the Bible here, and we see a guy that favor followed him throughout his entire life. And this guy's name was Joseph. And in Genesis uh, we see an interesting passage of Scripture here um, uh, uh, in Genesis 37 with uh, Moses. And so, I'm, I mean, with uh, Joseph. In Genesis 37, we see here now that Joseph, because of the jealousy of his brothers, because they was jealous of Joseph because his brother saw that his father and other people had favor with Joseph. Remember, he had the coat of many colors, and they was jealous about that. So his brothers go and put him in a pit. And they put him in the pit, and so some traders came by, and so the Midianite traders came by, and, and they pulled Joseph out of the pit, and sold him to the traitor. But God got him out of the pit. His brothers put him in the pit, but God brought him out of the pit. 
And so we see now that he came, and in Genesis 39, this is a good passage of Scripture. If you'll read Genesis and the story of Joseph, I'm just going to move around quickly today. Now, Joseph, the Bible says in verse 1 of chapter 39, that Joseph had been taken down to Egypt to Potiphar's house, an officer of Pharaoh. Now, they sold Joseph into captivity, and he went to Potiphar's house, who was the captain of the guard, Egyptian captain. And so the Bible says here, and in verse 3, or verse 2, the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Do you know what Joseph did? He went and served the enemy. He was in the enemy's house. He didn't complain. He went and done what he was told to do. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. In other words, when favor follows you like a shield, even the enemy will see that God is with you. And so his master saw that the Lord was with him, and he saw that all that was put in his hand prospered. So everything Joseph touched prospered. We'd like to put it this way. He was a Psalms 1 man. And everything he touched prospered. He had a modest touch. In other words, everything he touched turned to gold. In verse 4, the Bible says, So Joseph found, look what he found with, with, with his enemy. And Joseph found favor with the enemy and served him. Then the enemy, Potiphar, made him overseer of his house and put all that he had under his authority. But God, but God brought him out of the pit, but God put him where he wanted him to be. Sometimes we're wondering why we're going through things and we're wondering why things are happening to us. Let me tell you something. God knows everything that you need and he will meet every need. But sometimes God wants to see how you're going to react against adversity. So Joseph had adversity. And he found favor and served him, and he made him over all his house. Now look what happened. Now when Joseph came into Potiphar's house, Potiphar uh, 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 had a beautiful wife. And so Joseph come into Potiphar's house, and and the Bible says that uh, that the Egyptians uh, in, in the Egyptians' house, and that the master's wife had long eyes at Joseph. I mean, them of them long eyes that follow you, you know, they're looking everywhere. And so, you know, you've seen some of these women got long eyes. You know, they're watching that man. That's what she had. She had eyes for Joseph. Why? Because she knew that Joseph had favor. Even she, who was a heathen, knew she could see favor on Joseph. So then she thought, now, I'm going to get into Joseph. And so she tried to seduce Joseph. Now, what happened was when, God, when Joseph did not give in to it, when he refused to give in to that seducing spirit, 
she got mad and had Joseph thrown into the prison. But look what, in, in verse 21. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy in the prison. And he gave him favor. There's favor again. He gave him favor in the, in, in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all of the prisoners who's in. Do you understand what he did? The, 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 the captain of the prison saw so much favor on Joseph that the captain of the prisoner said, Look, I'm going to take some time off. Now, Joseph, you're in charge of everything. Here it is. He takes a prisoner who, who is a prisoner in, in the jailhouse and made him over the jail. But God is the only one that can do that. And he had favor. Now, the keeper of the prison, verse 23, did not look into anything that was on Joseph's authority. And look what he said. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority. Why? Because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it prosperous. So the Lord was with Joseph. Now, he brought him out of the prison. He got him out of the prison. Now, this right here will make a, will make a mummy shout. Because God brought him out of the pit, and he has brought him to the palace. You may be in the guttermost today. But with the favor of God, you can be walking in the uttermost tomorrow. And that's what happened with Joseph. Now, with Joseph, in verse 39 of chapter 41, then here's what Pharaoh said. The king of Egypt got involved, and here's what Pharaoh said. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning, as wise as you. You shall be over my house. Are you serious? This is a little kid that got thrown into a pit. And in a few short years, look what he, where he's at. You shall be over my house, over all my people. You shall rule according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. In other words, I told you that you're seated at the right hand of, of Jesus today. He takes Joseph and sets him, and he tells Joseph, he says, now I'm in charge, but you're number two. Number two is pretty good from a pit. So he takes Joseph and he sets him, and, and Pharaoh says, now I'm going to tell you what here, everything is under you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have set you over all of the land of Egypt. Favor brought a little boy that was thrown into a pit and put him in a palace and put him over the entire land of Egypt. But God was the one who had brought him out. Then I can tell you today, in America, we're going through trying times. But let me tell you something, church. It's the, it's the Christian's I'm not saying all of it belongs to the Christians, but the Christians have turned their back on God. They've not served God. They, they've slapped God in the face. 
We've killed 42 million babies, and God is not happy with that. I'm telling you, until we get back to repentance, until we get back on our knees before God, until we get back to crying out to Almighty God, this thing is not going to change. But I can assure you this today. I believe there's revival coming in the church. I believe we're going to see revival come out of this. What the devil meant for bad and what the devil meant for harm, God is going to turn this situation around. And let me tell you something. You're going to see people flocking to these churches. The devil has tried to knock the church down. The, de- the devil has come and we don't want to have church. We, he doesn't want because there's power in unity when the people are together. And let me tell you something. We're coming out, bless God, but God is in charge of this situation, and you're going to see in the days ahead. I'm saying to tell you this morning, hold on. Help is on the way. Just hold on and believe God that God is going to take care of this situation, and we've got better days ahead. We, we're a winner, bless God. And let me tell you something, God's on our side. You ain't got a problem. You've got to have faith in God and believe God is going to meet your need. And we're going to see a miracle happen in America, bless God. Amen. Somebody praise Him this morning and give Him a good God bless you.